Hey, I'm Paul. And I'm Chad. And you're listening to Bad Marketing Sucks. And we're on a mission to eradicate bad marketing one business at a time. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, it was just a uh, sort of, I wanted to be anonymous for a while, so, but now yeah. the cat's, cat's out of the bag. When, when, did, when did the cat get out of the bag? Um, well, we started Dad Week many years ago, and there were, and we kept it really quiet, and there were, there was one guy we used to work with at Shia Day, who they were accusing him of doing it, and he was kind of pissed because he could have gotten fired for some of the things we were saying. <laughs> so we, Imagine that. <laughs> we just start. We just started. He, he kept sending us emails like, "Okay, who is this?" And he would start guessing, and then we started. We started fucking with him, and we started doing articles using um, names and things that only people at Shiat would know. <laughs> he was getting so much heat, and then he. We he's a good friend of ours, so we finally came out of the closet with him and. He kept it quiet, but now most people know it's Mickey Taylor. That's awesome. That's amazing. I can see where that could be very risque for someone who works for a corporate America, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely definitely was. Tongue in cheek, yeah. Oh, so I came across your Twitter a while back from, who was it? I think David Baker. I don't, I mean, I don't know if you know who David Baker is. He's a phenomenal consultant in the uh, creative space, but he has interacted with some of the tweets, which is where I started following you. Uh, and so, so we used to work for Comcast okay. uh, a while back. And so we used to get obviously the subscriptions to Adweek, the proper Adweek, the Adweek, the, re- yeah. the, du- the double E. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. a good way to say it. <laughs> So, I have so many questions. Hey, um, mommy. Because it just seems like you get it that bad marketing sucks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, the whole process—I I, I point. I are, are we on right now? Is is this the part of the podcast? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're recording. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I just sort of—I've been—I've been at big agencies for so many years, and so I mock uh, not just. Bad marketing, um, but process. You, you know that you know what we we mock, like the the, the ridiculous processes, the approval processes, um, the red tape, the red tape, the the ageism, the the the. We yeah. mock everything, but the we overthinking, right? Yep, overthinking. Uh, we did a we do a line of coffee mugs, and one of the coffee mugs just says, "Let's overthink this some more." Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, one more um, time, just a little bit, just a little bit. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, so we used to be a lot more, we used to be a lot harsher on, years ago, we were a lot harsher on, uh, we would, like, really do a full critique on ads and TV spots we didn't like. But we just, I, I, I sort of pivoted it a little bit to being more about processes and less, less mean-spirited. And so yeah. I think we've been very good about that. I don't, I, I, of all the tweets we've done, um, we have over a hundred thousand followers now on Twitter, yeah. 45,000 45, on LinkedIn. Um, and, uh, between, between followers and friends on LinkedIn. Um, and we grow like on Twitter, I think we grow between 
300 and a thousand new followers a month. And that's completely unsolicited. We don't, yeah. we don't spend any money advertising it. Um, but, but back to bad marketing. Um, so we've, uh, we've been very careful about not seeming mean spirited and not, um, not looking like it's sour grapes. So, so we don't, we don't, uh, point fingers at clients too much. We, we kind of spread the mockery. Yeah. So we make fun, <laughs> make fun of creative people. We make fun of media people. Sure, right. Sure. Yeah. So, a little bit of everybody in it. Yeah. But we've not had any haters. Uh, honestly, the years I've been doing this, I think maybe only one negative comment and I don't even remember what it was. Um, nice. But, um, and then there's some people that don't realize it's uh, satire. But I don't, I don't, I don't respond to those. My audience responds to it and they'll say, you realize this is just a joke, right? Yeah, exactly. Because every single one starts with breaking. Yeah, breaking, like breaking news. You know, at first I thought it was going to be like a shark attack, right? Breaking a shark attack on, you know, New York coast. It's like, but you know, what's funny to me is the fact that you say all the things that everybody's thinking and people just don't want to say it, whether it be because they can't say it because of where they are or they just, Excuse, I mean, excuse my French, just don't have the balls. You are, you've hit the nail on the head. It's, that's what we get all the time. It's like <clears throat> the one, the one comment we get almost all the time, and we'll get back to bad marketing, your question, but the one comment we get all the time is it's funny because it's true. Yeah. And yeah. People want to say it, you're right, but they can't say it. But what we have found out is people will, uh, you know, before pandemic, people will print out the tweets and pin them up on their wall. And that's what that's their way of saying. I want to say this, but I didn't say it. Adweek said it, so right, don't blame me. Yeah, it. right. It's not me. You, you hit the nail on the head, and that's kind of what we strive for. Is what you know. It's like you know, comedy is it's funny because it's true, and you could relate to it. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the like like I said, we've um, never gotten any negative comments. The one comment we had, do get is you're not supposed to capitalize every word in a in a headline. Uh, <laughs> but says who? We, we just stole. We just stole everything from the onion, and they, that's what they do. Oh, exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So, so is that right. where it comes from? Okay. Yeah, in fact, that's yeah. where that's where it comes from. We were at a bar. Me and me and another writer friend of ours, and and we were talking about the onion. And we thought, you know, wouldn't it be funny to do an onion for advertising? And we didn't imagine we would do more than a couple, you know, things. They got popular, and then at one point, I thought the onion would be mad at us. And then I ended up talking to somebody from the end and he's like, no, we love it. So keep doing it. That's awesome. And then the real ad week, I think was, I know just cause I knew a couple of reporters there. Um, the, the double E ad week, uh, they were looking for ways to sue us. Um, because we, we kind of just stole their logo and their CEO. Oh, well, I guess was a former lawyer, but he couldn't, you can't, you can't, I don't think you could sue for satire. Yeah, I don't think there's any. Ground. Not, what's the grounds for that? I mean, is it? It's not slander, yeah. you know. No, I mean, if, if that's the case, then you have to sue the Daily Show and the Onion. Yeah, and, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Colbert and, and Jimmy Kimmel. So anyway, um, bad marketing. One thing, um, and I I don't know, and maybe you guys have, you guys have your own opinions on it. Like, I don't know what is causing this funk. Um, I have a couple theories, and. Um, I've been very careful over the years and I've had my own agency and I've been a creative for many years. I've been very careful not to indict 
things I see on TV. I mean, I could look at it and go, wow, that's bad, but I don't know why it's bad. Like there's a, there's a myriad things that go into creating a, um, a piece of advertising or marketing. So it could be bad because the creative was bad. It could be bad because of the client focus groups, um, clients, family, you name it. Um, bad casting, bad director. So it's, it's hard to say why it's, it turns out bad, but I just yeah. think we, I just think we're in a funk and like people are, I don't, I don't think, um, you know, I, I think, I think I'm divorced. And so I went after, after a divorce, you go through that sort of dating phase of Bumble and Tinder. And oh Hinge. boy, I can relate. I've been through it. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, so I think marketing is, is just like dating. It's like, if you look, if you start to look desperate, um, then it, it's a turnoff. So, job. you know, if I, if I, if I saw some woman on a Bumble and I was like, you know, you can't, you, you can't see this, but like, oh, I noticed she looked at my profile. Like a day later, it's like, hey, I noticed she looked at my profile. Uh, why aren't we talking? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's what marketers are doing right now. They're doing, right. you know, hey, I noticed you were on our site. Um, I noticed you abandoned cart. Well, it's like, well, I abandoned my cart for a reason. Yeah, exactly. so, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we're down, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're swiping the same way we do on dating sites. On TikTok, you, the moment you see something, you're either in or out, and you you swipe. And I think that's what you do on dating sites. Like the, the opening picture, like, oh, seems interesting. You scroll mm -hmm. a little bit more, and I just think that's what marketing is like. And I think people, marketers, want are so desperate to jam so much shit into a, a, a piece of marketing. Yeah. And I've, I've always said this, it's like a piece of marketing. Um, I think especially clients and even agencies, they, they want to jam five different copy points, two calls to action, a um, bunch of product shots, um, a phone number, a shop now button. They, they want to jam everything in. And, and when they finish, they step back and look, it's like, wow, look at all the, look at all the stuff we got in there. Yeah. But I've always said it's like pissing in dark wool pants. It's like makes you feel all warm. But no <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it exactly. makes them feel good. Makes them feel good. That That's a good got, one. Yeah. But they got two CTAs in there. They got a bunch of product shots. They got, you know, a bunch of copy points. But it's just people just ignore it. Yeah. Well, so you are articulating exactly why I left the corporate world. That's it. Good. Because, you know, we would be producing these spots and the, uh, just the dumb things. It's like, hey, can we just show how much space I have in my, my store? I'm like, yeah. It's I mean, just... we can, but why? Listen, <laughs> who gives it? Yeah. No one cares. I mean, you know. But I think it's it, it, it becomes there has been enough people over the years that just spout off some random idea and then enough people adopt it. It's like you put all that stuff in there and it is within, within 72 hours, we scrub 92% of all the stuff we take in. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's then a waste. It, it is. It's a waste. It's a waste of money with bad creative, just a complete waste of money because people are ignoring it. They're swiping by it. You know, speaking of putting a bunch of shit into an ad, like I used to do a lot of radio in my agency days cause I loved writing radio. And so yeah. I could, I could I could look at a script without timing it and and figure out if it's gonna fit within sixty right. or thirty mm -hmm. between like 
five, seven seconds, which you could trim out. And so I wrote a script. And the client just kept adding stuff and adding stuff. And I was like, all right. And so um, we get to the session and the, the, the talent reads the spot. And let's say it's a 30 second spot. I don't remember. But it comes out at 45 seconds, which that's 15. So you can't just trim 15. And so I sat there. And I was like, all right. And it looks at the client. I was like, all right, what do you want to cut out? He's like, well, I don't really want to cut out anything. So I said, well, we're just going to sit here because he can't do that. Yeah, right. It doesn't work that way. No, you got to. And, and so that's like, like I said, pissing in dark wool pants makes you feel good and warm. But, you know, nobody knows. So, right. Yeah. So, and so I, that, that simplicity that we once had, like, um, you know, and I worked at Shy Day for many years and, and a lot of other agencies did, did it very well as well. Um, just, just like it's, it's gone. And it's, I mean, you know, I, I, and, and like this, this whole, <coughs> this, <coughs> excuse me, this whole ad tech world of, <coughs> of, 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 um, retargeting and retargeting from that target and, and, uh, you know, um, uh, click throughs and conversions, um, you know, as a, as a, so, you know, I did a tweet that showed this, um, he may have seen it. So I use this picture all the time. It just shows, shows this sort of angry looking client. Yeah. And it says something like, I'm not, I'm going to screw it up, but something like client demands to know why people aren't shopping more when the ad clearly says shop more. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a bunch of reasons that they may not want to shop. Maybe they don't have the money at the time or the product's not for them or it's, it's yeah. too high priced. It's like, right. just because they shop now doesn't mean they're going to do it. And I get the so many, oops, so much um, of like, well, it's not converting. Well, it, oh, sorry. Well, it's like, you know, it's the old, you could lead a horse to water, but you know, Can't there's a bunch it. of reasons why they may not want it. That's I it. can't. That's right. I've always wondered why anybody that cared to be, you know, give good creative advice would allow anybody to put a phone number on a billboard. <laughs> well, uh, like I said, it's the dark wool pants thing. Yeah. It's like, please just have the balls to say, no one's going to pull over and write your number down. Not gonna... Now I will say this there. And this was not a phone number, but I still remember growing up, playing a lot of soccer in Atlanta from Augusta. There was a billboard that had a truck with a donkey in the back. And it said, our trucks haul ass. I remember that. <laughs> and man, I, it, I was probably, that billboard's probably been gone 20 years and yeah. I still remember it. Yeah. And I, that's what I, it's again, uh, people don't understand the mediums. I did. So I loved outdoor, loved it. And I um, remember I worked, I'm not patting myself on the back and don't tell me if I'm blathering on too long. But no, go, go, go. I did a, years ago, there was a, there was an airline that flew out of LA and it was a French airline. And they only flew to Paris and Tahiti, um, two of the you know amazing locations. Well, yeah. around the airport, there's every billboard is, you know, 15 flights a day to San Jose, 12 flights a day to Phoenix, and like that's all you see around LAX airport. And so, <laughs> since AO, it was called AOM Airlines, and since they flew to you know Tahiti and Paris, um, I just wrote a line that said zero flights a week to Detroit. <laughs> it was one billboard. And, um, it got so much press, and that's awesome. It was, it was super simple. 
Yep. Um, and I think you're right. It's like we've lost that simplicity. Like we've lost that sort of, would I ever do that? Like to put a, a phone number on a billboard, even in radio, I was against that. It's like, because oh, yeah. you're driving. Absolutely. It's like, like they'll yeah. figure out your phone number. Right. They'll figure it out. If they want it bad enough, they'll get you. Oh, well, let absolutely. me ask you this. If you had to give, so is that, is that, the, is that the one thing that you would recommend in order to, to try to overcome this gap of such bad marketing is simplification? Is that the one of the day? I think so. And I think, um, uh, you know, it's, it's just like, uh, like I've always said, no one turns on their TV to learn more about products and services. Mm. They turn it on to be entertained. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that, whether it's drama or comedy, I'm more into comedy, but I've certainly done some dramatic stuff, but it's like, and I, and I love some of Nike's sort of inspiring dramatic stuff. And um, so it's just, just, I, I said, you know, it's like, it's like going to a, I hate I'm just like full of analogies. Um, it's like just be human, and I've always said social social is nothing new. We've been social creatures since we were cavemen. Yeah, uh, and so like you don't go to a dinner party and just start blathering your resume. Mm-mm. You tell a joke, you listen to a joke, you laugh, you 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 know, just why can't you be like you are at a dinner party? Yeah, or a backyard barbecue. Yeah. Um, so do you want people to like you? Authentic is would that be a would that be the word? Yeah, yeah, just Speak real. And just right. Speak, speak in human terms, and and like I said, I, I don't walk into a backyard barbecue and just start talking about myself and right. what I've done and and what I what I what I do and and my job. And I'm like, you know, it's you, you know that will work its way into the conversation. People say, "What do you do?" or whatever. It's yeah, coming. Yeah, just be just be yourself and be entertaining. And so I think that's that's we. We're talking and marketing speaks so much these days with, with brands. It's like, just just be entertaining. You know, I, I think some of the some of the best. I think uh, some of the some of the stuff that I like <clears throat> really doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, do you remember the the Dilly Dilly campaign? Of course, with Bud Bud, Bud Light. That's been a yeah. I do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dilly, yeah. So Dilly, that yeah. that that made no <laughs> sense. Yes, I think the, the um. The strategic planner at Wyden said, if they had tested that, it would have died so fast. It's like, it's set in medieval times, not on yeah, the beach, yeah, yeah. no scantily clad people. Right. Um, and they used the, ter- the term dilly dilly, which no one knew what that meant. They still yeah. don't. No. I don't know <clears throat> that I do, actually, yeah. But people were saying that at bars. Yeah. Like, I remember I was at a bar, and somebody ordered a Bud Light, and the bartender said, dilly dilly. And then the whole bar erupted in dilly dilly. That's hilarious. And, but that but that didn't make any sense. Neither no. did um neither did Dosekis, the most interesting man in the world. Like oh, that, that brand, Dosekis, was a it was a was a Southern California surf brand yeah. for young people. But yet they went with a, literally that actor was seventy two years old in real life. And his character was a billionaire. Like you surfers can't relate to that, but it was a great campaign. Yeah, yeah so, it was. Somebody in the marketing department took a chance and they said, yeah. so what? It's not, it's not a 25 year old surfer. It's yeah. not set at the beach. It's somebody that you can't relate to at all. The yeah. Jet set billionaire. And then at the end, he says, I don't always drink beer. <laughs> what, what, what client would say that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, that's, that's great. Now, have you ever heard of Roy Williams? He's, uh, I think he's out of Texas. Uh, he's got three books that I know of that I've read. The Wizard of Ads. Um, 
But he talks about, and, and I've learned a lot from him about fooling Broca, which I won't like get into all of the neuroscience behind Broca, but basically it's the part of the brain in a rough sense that filters all the information, right? So if it, anything that comes in that looks like we've already seen it, like, well, we're not going to even process that because we've already checked that off. So Dilly Dilly is so dramatically different and it wasn't trying to sell and you weren't having to remember like, oh, how many calories does Bud Light? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Right. It's Dilly yeah. Dilly. So, you know? so for the record, Paul, what does Dilly, what the hell does it mean? It doesn't I, have a meaning. I, I don't, I, I looked it up and there's varying, uh, varying uh, definitions, I think, that people were, I think were guessing, but the one I thought it was close was delicious. Yeah. Okay. All right. So okay. I don't know. I, I think people have different theories, but that's that's what's great. People started it talking. Didn't matter, did it? Right. <laughs> no, but they were, they were, um, they were entertaining, and they did take some jabs at I think Michelob or Coors Light. So they did have some, yeah. some, some points of differentiation. But like that, that I think that's a great um, uh, point of your brain sort of processing and r- r- realizing in a nanosecond whether they've seen it before or, you know, I remember during the days of print ads, they said people, once they turn a page, they make a, a decision in like a fraction of a second, whether they're going to stick with the ad or, or move on. Yeah, exactly. And, and to your point of like trying to cram stuff in there, like you nailed it with the TV. Like if the HVAC goes out in Augusta when it's the heat index of 107, my wife doesn't say, can you go sit in front of the TV and wait for a commercial to come on? It's like, no, <laughs> hell no. She's like, get Whatever's on. Whatever's yeah. on the top of your mind is where you're going, right? But we spend right. so much time with those mediums. If you make it comedic or sad, it's about that emotional connection, which to your dinner party, that's what we do. Like if you and I and Chad are all around and we talk for five minutes, we're like, all right, well, Chad's a goofball. So we're going to go over here and we'll just carry on the conversation. That means so we should have that approach to everything that we do in marketing. Exactly. Yeah, there's I mean, yeah. I think there's so many uh so many analogies that we 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 forget about when we're a marketer. So I'll give you one more analogy. And this I'm gonna clean it up. It was in a movie called Colors with um Sean Penn and Robert Duvall. I don't know if you remember that movie. They were cops. Uh, I don't remember that. Sean Penn was like this young, wants to arrest everyone. Robert Duvall was this veteran who was like you know, just take it easy. And so <clears throat> Robert Duvall tells this story and I'm going to, I'm going to clean it up. Um, it's like, there's two, there's two bulls standing on top of a knoll overlooking a pasture of cows. There's an older bull and then there's this young bull. And, um, and it's going to sound a little rapey, but so forgive me, but it was in a movie. Nobody um, cares around I, here. I, I promise. I know exactly <laughs> where you're going with this. So, so the young bull says, Hey, Let's run down there and have relationships, a relationship with one of those cows. And the older bull says, let's walk down and we'll have relations with all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you can imagine you you that, what, they, what that says. But I think that's another thing that we've lost. We've lost the swagger. Yeah. It's like, you know, Apple has a swagger. Yeah. They, they've never done a call to action in their lives. No. no, they just say, "Here's the new iPhone. That's it. Come and get it if you want it. If not, go fuck yourself." It's just an image, yeah. That's exactly. It. That is it. And you know, they there's here's another thing about them that they're they, forgive my language, but 
they were when Jobs was around, they were one of the biggest FU companies in the world. Yeah. They their margins were huge. He didn't believe in in philanthropy at all. Yeah. They didn't have any social media. Um, and their prices were through the roof. But God, that's what a brand does, and, and the, their products lived up to it. So um, but we we've lost that we we've lost that swagger. We just wanna we just wanna like <clears throat> be that person on the dating sites that just keeps coming at you and like, yeah, hey, you yeah. haven't called, you haven't just called, you haven't stop. called. Where are you? Are you going to talk to me? Can we go out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gosh, you just, is that, you, it's like, you I've had enough. A dating site or LinkedIn? I can't, what was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. LinkedIn is just as oh bad. My I mean, it, it's terrible. You know? you know, we got kicked off of LinkedIn. Um, I don't think LinkedIn likes us. So originally, and here's, I think as you guys bring up a good example on LinkedIn. Um, Originally, we went on LinkedIn as the first name was Adweek, the last name was Editor. Uh-huh. You know, we weren't mean to LinkedIn, but we did poke fun at the you know people's uh, things they do on LinkedIn. Well, LinkedIn, we started getting an audience. I'd say you know, two or three thousand followers or, or, or connections. Yeah, I think it raised a red flag with LinkedIn, and they booted us off. They took our database, everything, and technically they were right. They said you're not a real person. You have to you have to come on as a real person. So you need to send in your ID. And so that's where Paul Taylor comes from. I had to send in my driver's license, which my middle name is Paul. Oh, yeah. Um, and so we had, to, we had to build our audience from scratch. And, and there are some people that have, that have said, you know, this, this, this post belongs on Twitter or Facebook. This is a professional network. But then I've had a lot of people say, you're the only reason I visit LinkedIn every day. Yeah. And so well, I don't know why LinkedIn hasn't embraced us, but, you know, there's been a lot of people that say that you're the only reason I, I come here. So I, and I think to your point, it's like it's 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 refreshing and that, that part of your brain that says, you know, this isn't the same shit that people post. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's so monotonous. I mean, it's all the same. on. And I'm not saying it doesn't work. We were talking about this earlier. But it's just it, all of it's just it looks so similar, and it just it get, it's like white noise to me. It just it just washes out, you know. Well, you know it it, do, it does work, and and people say people have said that about everything over the years. And like people say, oh, um, uh, books are dead, Mm-mm. and it's like, well, J.K. Rowling has done pretty well with books. <laughs> she did okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like uh, you know, movies are dead. Like there's a lot of people are doing really well with movies. Like I could write a script right now and produce the script as a movie and nobody goes and sees it. And I can say, yeah, hey, movies are dead. Well, yeah. it's because I wrote a shitty movie. Exactly. And so, uh, you know, I, <clears throat> all of our business has come from <clears throat> our ad week posts. So we, we actually do real paying work with, with brands. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and um, there's something and, going on behind the scenes here. Yeah. Yeah, the ad week doesn't pay the bills. It pays a little bit, but um, LinkedIn works because people people reach out to me and say, "We love your voice. Um, we really want to work with you. Um, you get it." And so it becomes like a filter for people. Like if people come to us through ad week, it's like, okay, they already get it. Yep. Um, and so some people have said, "Well," and I you know I tell them, you know. Uh, Social does work. I mean, we have over a hundred thousand followers that we've never asked for. They're all organic. Um, you know, on, on LinkedIn we have forty-five thousand, and they say, "Well, it's easy for you because you're not selling something." I'm like, so it goes back to, 
it goes back to the, the like Chad said, be authentic. You use the analogy going to a, a party and actually making friends. And I, I hate it because authentic authenticity has now become an overused buzzword. Oh, yeah. But if you truly are like a human being and the reason that it works for you is because you're, you're just living your life and, and you're not trying to make anything up. Right. And you're saying the things everybody's thinking. You're just doing it. Yeah. He's got the balls yeah, to say it. Right. You know, they, they, I've heard, heard somebody say um, uh, a long time ago, which I think is true. They said human behavior has not, or humans, humans have not changed since caveman days. Nope. Um, we like to laugh. We love our children. Um, we want to be successful. Like that's all. That's Nothing has changed over time. You know, our behavior has changed on how we, you know, uh, 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 grasp that information. But this, I mean, there's a, I always said, there's a reason America's Funniest Home Videos has been on for 40 years. Yep. Because people laugh at yeah. people tripping and getting hit in the nuts. I mean, yeah. that will always be fun. Always. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. I, I, you know, it spans generations. I remember watching it with my kids. We all laugh. Like, that. That will never change. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so everybody wants to find an, uh, the latest, unique consumer insight. Like, I don't know if there are any left. No, it's, it's no, it's not. I mean, it, like you said, the behaviors don't change. We process information the exact same way. It's just we have exponentially more platforms to do yeah. things with. And I yeah. think the vast majority of people mistake having lots of opportunity with, Oh, everything has changed. Nope. You just have more places to put it. You still have to follow a pattern. That's a great, that's a great point. Who said that Chad or Paul? That was Paul. me. I'm going to take credit for that. I think that's a, a super great point. It's like the, the, and, and I was, I've always said we have, we, we as advertisers have crapped in every sandbox we've been allowed to play in. Yeah. So in other words, remember telemarketing, like oh, they would call you. Yeah, well, I, um, I, I remember it, yeah, well, it still goes on, but yeah. Right. And then, um, and then it became automated and then it became banned right? because it wasn't interesting. Yep. Right. Um, you know, there's a whole industry. TiVo was a whole industry of being able to skip commercials yep. because they sucked. Right. Exactly. If they were entertaining, then we created this whole like serious radio and the commercial, it's all commercial free. It's like, well, because the commercials suck. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's going to happen in every, you know, TikTok pretty soon. Like I watch TikTok every night for like three hours. Nice. I've seen more and more ads come up and I swipe by them so quickly because I could see them like in a nanosecond. And it won't be long before it's all ads. Yeah. Like Facebook. And it's yeah. like, because, and the ads suck. So yeah, they do. I'd watch them if they were interesting, but. You know, um, I've had so many clients ask me like, how long should a video be? I'm like, well, if it doesn't suck, you know, I have actually watched on multiple occasions five or six minute pre-roll videos on YouTube. Yeah. But they were they were more engaging than the video I was actually went to YouTube to watch. Yeah, right. It's like, dang. Yeah, it's 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 if it's good, it works. Yeah. That's that's what I always said too. It's like it's like, okay, so how long how long should a book be? I don't know. Yep. I guess if you it's make your point, right? If, if it's interesting, good, um, then people people will consume great content. And I hate using the word content because 
Um, I think we've been, as advertisers, we've been creating content long before people were saying they create content. Without a doubt. Right? I agree 100%. 100%. Whether it was a print ad or a direct mail piece or a, a video or a TV spot. But So it's, I don't know why we're calling it content now. Um, Someone trying, someone's trying to monetize the next greatest, latest thing. And <laughs> unnecessarily, just, yeah. It just adds yeah. to the bad marketing. So let me ask you guys this question. What are you guys doing besides this podcast in Georgia? So um, other than this podcast, so we, we came out of the corporate world. And um, to be quite frank, the first, you know, seven, eight years of coming out of that, we sucked just like everybody else did. Um, and I overlooked what was the impetus of leaving the corporate world, which was learning about this consumer behavior. And hey, there's a distinct pattern. And if you use that, whichever media that you're applying it to, you can make great stuff. So, um, you know, like any entrepreneur, like, oh, I can do this. So, you know, screwed around for a while. And then now we've just niched down, um, just focusing on the branding, the brand language, the, uh, like, I can't say how many businesses I've worked with that have a brand book, but none of it, nobody on their creative teams, employees know what to do with it because there's no direction to it and there's nothing behind it. It's just a yeah. checklist, you know? So that, that's our focus now is like giving that purpose. Um, I mean, I love producing video. Still do, you know, select on stuff like that. But if, if it's, if it's not the right project, if, if we can't actually make something worthwhile, that's engaging, I, I'm not interested. I, I love that. I love that attitude. It's like, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that, like that with social mm-hmm. is, you know, if, if you look, I, I think Pizza Hut should just get off social completely. Um, <laughs> it, it's bad. I have nothing, but if you look at their feeds, like 90% of their comments are negative and their response always is sorry for your experience. Uh, please contact our customer care center. We will make this right like that's their whole social it's like just get off get off yeah. why, why are you there well they make it right by giving you another bad pizza yeah and you know what nobody not everybody can be wendy's yeah wendy's has done great with their 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 social media you know what yeah, i remember bro. something back in the day with wendy's i don't know if you remember this you may remember this it was one of the best campaigns ever that has stuck remember the old lady that opens up the bun and says where's the beef oh, yeah. where's, Do you where's that? the beef and then, yeah. Oh, it was great, and I still have people yeah. talking about it to this day. Where's the beef? Yeah, and and you know that was not planned. Yeah, that was. You know, it's like um, I used to know the um, the 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 executive creative director at I think it was whoever I think it was DDB Chicago whoever had Blood Light, um, and I was like, it, when you guys do stuff. Um, uh, do you just wait to see if it sticks and then you do more of it? He's like, yeah, that's exactly what we do. <laughs> so just so like, it against the wall and seeing what happens. Is that pretty much it? Yeah. It's like, you know, it's some, sometimes it's dumb luck. Yeah, I mean, right. it's not always, you know, planned out. I mean, you know, when they did what's up, it, it, he said, we didn't know it was going to take off. So we did more of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Those are, the, so, those are the days. Oh, yeah. That was good stuff. Yeah, That's good for stuff. sure. Well, man, this is I, – I really appreciate it. I, I've been – I have been uh, a huge fan uh, 
for a while now. So I just want well, you to keep up the awesome. Keep the satire coming. Yeah, Paul. keep it going. We need it. The world well, needs you know, it. I really apologize for uh, missing the last two. I, I really enjoyed this. And, um, you know, let's uh, – Let's uh, let's keep in touch and maybe we could put our heads together on something. Yeah, I, that'd be awesome. That'd be all to. right. So before we go though, I guess we should probably do an intro real quick since we just okay. uh, stumbled into it. So all right, well, Paul, welcome to Bad Marketing Sucks. How have you been doing lately? Been been very busy. Um, I, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Um, and uh, like I said. Um, you know, for the for the listeners out there, um, my real name is Mickey Taylor. If you want to look me up, but uh, it's a long story behind why it's Paul. But I'm Paul Taylor on LinkedIn, uh, and then, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm I'm really uh, really looking forward to our conversation. Awesome! All right, man, we got it. We're gonna call Thank that a wrap. You, when do you guys think this will be out there? Um, probably the next two or three weeks. I'm gonna. <coughs> We've got. Uh, well, we've got one in the can, unless we bump you up. So I've been, dude, I've been sitting on this for a couple years, four years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, and it's funny how I, 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 the idea came, I saw in some magazine actually, uh, domain names ending in dot sucks. <laughs> and so originally I bought bad marketing dot sucks. And I just didn't do anything with it. And then I was like, well, that's actually kind of confusing. And the domain was ridiculously, it was that never, that, that dot sucks never took off basically. And uh, so I bought the, the real life domain and uh, I've just been sitting on it for a while. And, you know, this past uh, few months, it's like, Chad, you know what? Let's Fuck roll. It, man. Let's, let's roll. It's, let's t- do it's it. time. You hey, know? you only live once, right, Paul? Yeah. And this, you know, um, is this a dress rehearsal? I don't think it is, is it? <laughs> no. no. The, the reason I ask when it's going to be available is I'll promote it on Twitter and LinkedIn when you guys have a link that I could. Yeah, yeah I've done. Yeah, I've done a few podcasts before and I always I always promote them on Twitter and LinkedIn. So um, as soon as you guys have a link, happy to happy to push it out there. Yeah, that'd Absolutely, be great. Man. That'd be great. Yeah. So Thank we've got so uh we we've actually got another one coming up that we're going to record. So we're going to, I wanted to have like four or five in the can, you know, um, and then just keep going. And, you know, we, we, I didn't feel like we needed to do a pre-call with you. Cause I felt like, you know, kindred spirits with you already. Um, yeah, that's fine. it's kind of like Brett Favre was my best friend growing up, but he never, he just didn't know it. Um, so, <laughs> but, uh, Wait, is he really, no, no he's being yeah. Bad. I mean, he was my best friend. He was in his own mind. Yeah, he right. just Brett just didn't know it. You know, Brett, I mean, so, Brett just wasn't aware. I mean, we're kindred spirits. He just didn't know it. So, uh, but yeah, but we we're doing pre calls and just trying to because you know it's amazing how people can. I mean, they can put anything out there and you say, "Oh yeah, I think that'd be a really good fit," and then you get on the phone like, "Nope, that's gonna be boring." Sure, sure. You never know. But this has been great. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Well, thank you very much, and always, always good to connect with fans. Like I said, let's, let's. Um, I don't think I have your, your website. Do you have a website yet? Or? Yeah, uh, whiteheartinsight.com. Okay, can you well, when you get a chance, can you just send me that link, and I'd love to check you out. And um, like I said, maybe we could put our heads together on on something. 
Yeah, I'd be great. Now, would you say that your your superpower is copywriting? Well, I it's it's uh, I'll send you a link to our site. It's edwigstudio.com. I had an agency called G and M Plumbing for twenty years, uh-huh. and uh, we we did everything. We, we mostly uh, me and my partner we wrote and directed and produced all of our TV spots. Nice for places like Red Robin, HBO. I don't know if you guys have Del Taco back there. But, yes, we um, did. Yeah, one time. Yeah, yeah, and, and Roy, Roy. But so we um we would write. We we were the first ever place that wrote and directed and produced all our stuff under one roof. Nice. So, um, so, so yeah, I, 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 I guess it's hard. I wouldn't say quite copywriting, but yeah, that's my background, but it's conceptual stuff. It's, you know, I do a lot of stuff where it's just ideas or, or, or TV scripts or video scripts or just, um, social ideas. Um, uh, so I'll send you, uh, I'll, I'll just send you a link to, uh, it's just a sizzle piece right now, but yeah, no, that's I, perfect. I think I've directed, wrote and directed, like when I was at agencies, I just wrote spots yeah. and, and you know went to the shoot like like normal, right. and saw it through editing. And then when I started my own agency with my partner, um, that's when I started directing. But between the two, it's got to be, God, probably close to 150 TV spots slash that's videos. Awesome. No, that's great. When I was at Shiat, we were just a machine. Like I was working on PlayStation and Energizer Bunny and um, Nissan. It's just we just were cranking stuff out oh, like crazy. Awesome. I was we were just thinking back. So when when we were at Comcast, we were still taking VHS tapes with those like portable VHS TV combos to get portables. Oh my gosh, bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, so bad. Yeah. But that's actually what, like, the first thing that sparked me when I knew I was going to have to get out of the corporate world was yeah. when the DSLRs, you know, was that like 2006, 2007 when they started to become a lot more affordable? Yeah. Um, so once those started to, like, get in the hands of some of your, some producers that wouldn't have had them otherwise, I saw so many just beauty in some of the shots and the editing and stuff like that. It's like, Oh man, there's, there's more to all this crap that we're producing. It was terrible. You know, let me ask you one question though, Paul, before we part ways here, what do you think? Do you think jingle marketing is dead? Jingle marketing. So when I say jingle, I mean, um, so for instance, let's say you've got a commercial 30 second spot, right? And at the end of it, you have a song, which is catchy. And it, and it and it just sticks in your brain, you know, to where you can't, you know, you, you ever had a song stick in your brain to where you just can't quite get oh, yeah. it out? Is that, yep. are, are, those, are those days over or is that something that's still no, appropriate? No, they're not. They're not at all. In fact, I don't know if you guys have, you guys have Red Robins back there, right? We do. I love is it. it. Still, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. so I, I created Red Robin. Yum. That really? Yeah. Well, it's not oh. me singing, but no, well, that was <laughs> your, but you wrote the script. For that. Yeah, we did a campaign called the Red Robin Department of Deliciousness. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay. All right. Yes. And um, we wanted that sting at the end. That, yeah. That yeah. musical sting. And so, I, I uh, we of course you hire a music company. Sure. Um, sure. To, to do stuff, but um, we 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 uh, we presented Yum, and um, then they wrapped their brand around it. I mean, so do you, you think go into the Red right Robin product? Now, for the right product, it's 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 relevant, but not everything. 
Yeah, but no, no, yeah, they, but just they wrap their brand and the the yum thing. It's like it's painted on their walls. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They use it, they, they their 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 loyalty club is called the Yum Club or something. I'm like they, and it's been running that that yum thing has been running for a long time now. So I it, it still works. People remember that. Yeah. Okay. All right. People people were were people people on their own were this was before TikTok, but were posting. YouTube videos of them doing the red robin yum thing. So I think it works if it's Dude, like like you place. said before. If it, if it's good, it works. Right. Yeah, exactly. All right, good quality, man. Well, thank you, man. This has been great. All right, let's Enjoy keep in touch. Yeah, let's yeah, do it again wait, soon. Thanks for listening. If you need help, email us at helpme at badmarketingsucks.com. And if you have any topics or questions, email us at yep at badmarketingsucks.com. Subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or a five-star review on Spotify. Until next week.